0: Happy Hour, a work, culture, and lifestyle show. <laughs> We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. If you like our show, you should give it a good rating and you should pass along to a good bud. Uh, that's right. That's what you should do. Mm-hmm. Penny. Yay! Yes. How are you? Ah. <sighs> Tell me everything. How's it going?
1: So uh, in my work section, what I'll be talking about is burnout.
0: Okay, got it. So that's
1: how I am. But my uh, intro how yeah, are you? Exactly. Is, um exactly. Your fake how are you My is. fake how are you, <laughs> what I would tell anyone that I didn't know very well, is that today, Brittany and our friend Dee and I are going to Bader Schiff, which is... Bader Schiff. It's a pool that is floating in the Spree, which is the main river in Berlin. Um, and it is fabulous. You get a little deck chair, you get a mimosa or like a spritz or whatever, and you go swimming. It's glorious.
0: I'm disgusted with the fact that I've never been there.
1: So am I. And actually what I was just going to tell Brittany was Horrific. that um, when I first moved to Berlin, I was hanging out with these like really cool people. And I told them that I was going to Barterschiff the next day and they were like, oh, Barterschiff. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like this is where being too cool is ruining your life.
0: Yes. Because
1: Barterschiff is the purest joy yeah. There's nothing wrong with shift. Maybe there's a couple of people there that you don't want to spend much time with, but you're not spending time with them. You're spending time with your
0: buddies. It's a pool floating on a river. And it's What's glorious. Wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. Like, so don't be cool, epic.
1: guys. Be derps like me and Britt. It's way
0: more fun. It is actually much more I'm fun. I'm telling you it's, yeah. that it, it's something that I have learned as well, like since moving to Berlin, because there's a lot of cool people here. Yes. A lot of people trying to be cool Mm -hmm. and act cool and dress cool. And um, yeah, I've just realized like that's actually not the fun way to live your life. It's really not. Oh my god, It's anxiety inducing. Right?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: And how are you, my Brittany? I'm doing pretty fine. (laughs) Pretty fine. I'm having a great old time. Um, I've recently started to get excited about Christmas, which I know it's too far away. I don't know. What I feel like we maybe I brought this up, to. I might have brought this up last week, you did. but I am really excited about it. Clearly I'm like making plans already. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, update on 24, mm-hmm. just really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the president is potentially going to get assassinated again. Oh. And I just, I just feel like, I feel like this show, like it's not, it's not the, like, is it unrealistic, Penny? Well, maybe. How often does the
1: president try to get assassinated? Every couple years,
0: basically. (laughs) Somebody tries to kill the president. It's like they couldn't come up with anything worse. They're like, well, if the president dies, it's the worst possible thing that, that could ever happen to us. It's so funny. Anyway, but I'm just loving it. It's the worst season. I think it's season six that I'm on and it's really bad. So skip that season is my uh suggestion. Um otherwise Tony's still dead. So that's that as well. Um I've been you know what I've been doing a lot of go on maybe a little too much of to mm-hmm. be honest is I've been doing this um this weekday lunch fiasco. Oh yeah fiasco. Like I have been meeting friends for lunch like really regularly. And it's something that when you're really busy with work it's harder to do, but these days I'm feeling, I'm, I have a little bit more free time or I have time where I can, you know, like move things around a little bit. So I've been meeting friends for lunch, which has been super great because it's been beautiful weather out. The only problem is becomes a long lunch pretty quick. Doesn't it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) You're like, all of a sudden you're like, have I just been having lunch for two and a half hours? Yeah. Yeah. You have. Yeah. Like, (laughs) right. So I got to kind of get that under control, but otherwise it's, I mean, it's great.
1: See, I did that when I was first freelancing. Yeah. It was yeah. like every day I was like, well, I'm obviously available for lunch. Let's have lunch. And then I realized that it was pr- like supremely disruptive to my Very work day. It was like you're racing to do all this stuff and then you had to like, because usually my problem was I'd get up in the morning and I wouldn't shower or anything and I'd just start working, looking like a little gremlin. Yeah. And then I would be like, oh, shit, I've got lunch. And yeah. I'd have to, like, tidy up from, like, 11.30, get myself together. And then at 12, I'd have to leave. And then at 20 past 12, I'd get there. And then, exactly, you know, it just took up too much of the day. It's an ordeal. It caused me stress.
0: Yeah. So it's it's got to be like a, it's like a, you know, end of the week one once a week, maybe, mm. you know, if if that. But like but it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Fridays I think is fine. Fridays is nice. I Long basically lunch.
1: try to not work on Friday afternoons. Yeah. I'll do like life admin bit. stuff. I'll send some emails, but I never book anything in for that time. I just think it's rude. And <laughs> no one should be working on Friday afternoon. I totally agree. I remember like when I was in a job or in various jobs, yeah. people would be like, Oh, there's a client coming in on Friday afternoon for a pitch. And oh. I'm like, what kind of person? Is that who we want to be working with?
0: Totally. People who
1: work on Friday afternoon. Full afternoons. masochist. Get the hell out of here.
0: Honestly. Tell no. them we're not up for it. I'm like, I'm all about finishing work. Never, well, I mean, this I shouldn't say never, but like no later than five. You know what I mean? And yeah, Fridays are an early day. Oh, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. If you even work on them at all. Life's too short. <laughs> Stop working is basically the message. And what's our next segment, Brittany? Work. (laughs) (laughs) Our next segment is about work, funny enough. Yeah. We just told you to stop doing it, but now we're going to talk about it. Surprise. Überraschung. Überraschung, as they (laughs) say in German. Um, Okay. Do you have something? I've got something. Yeah, go on. All right. So, okay. So my... uh, (laughs) You always know Brittany's about to, like, have a
1: rant when she starts with... Okay, so, and then just a big, big long
0: pause. Just getting it together you like, put, put it out there, Britt. Go on. So, negative feedback, yeah? Mm-hmm. I, okay, so I, I recently had to deliver some negative feedback uh, to somebody who I'm kind of trying to coach slash guide. Mm-hmm. And I just, I had to like revisit my... Like feedback articles and like tips and tricks and like go over them because I was like, what do I? okay because the so I I, I figured I figured in my brain, I came up with two reasons why giving negative feedback mm-hmm. is atrocious. First of all, nobody likes to deliver negative feedback. If you like it, you're a horrible, horrible person. I, you love it. <laughs> I love it I'm not horrible. <laughs> Okay, negative feedback. You like giving negative feedback? Sure. Yeah. Okay. There's two reasons. Okay. Fuck. (laughs) I really wish. I really wish that that was the case for me. I really struggle with it. Um. And but there. But then I have to remind myself. There's two reasons, right? Why giving giving negative feedback is super important, and you have to do it no matter what. Mm -hmm. First is it's helping the person who you're giving feedback Mm -hmm. to. That's like the first thing that actually, when I think about that, I'm like, oh yeah, right. Okay. This is actually good for them. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Secondly, you know, when something is done poorly or you're, you know, you're annoyed because like someone presented something wrong or they made a mistake or whatever, you have that feeling of like, oh,
1: fuck, you Mm. know?
0: most likely because it's someone on your team or whatever, so it's also reflecting bad on you or whatever. Once you give the feedback and the air is cleared, it's like that, like, annoyed feeling that, like… It goes away. Yeah. So on your side as well, it's, like, good for you Mm -hmm. not to just pile up all of these kind of pieces of feedback that you need to give. So when I had to give this feedback recently, I just you know, I really struggled. I don't even know if it came, I don't even know if it came across as negative feedback.
1: Mm, yeah, <laughs> The
0: way that it was like received was not like, I was like, oh, I don't think this person actually understood what I was trying to say here, you mm. know? Um, so I got to say, Did you, you think, write it down beforehand? Yes. Okay. I know, right? Yeah, you beat around the bush too much. <laughs> I do beat around the bush. I, I'm I've a, seen I'm I a do classic it. <laughs> beater around the busher, you know? Um, But yeah, so, but, but the points that I was reminding myself when I was about to give the feedback is be specific, focus on like the work, like the actual product or whatever was done and not, of course the person, which I know sounds really obvious, but it's really easy to be like, see, you're not good at this. And it's like, no, yeah. no. Or you're lazy or you're incompetent or right. whatever. Exactly.
1: Which I, you know, that's not easy. I think that's hard. Yeah. But for me, it's easy when I, like we've talked about that we had our feedback episode. It was like the situation, so behavior, good. impact model is yeah. so good because you can just be like, remember when we did this Yeah, and then that happened? Well, that makes me feel like blah, blah, blah.
0: Totally. Mm. But this feedback is about like work, like mm. a piece of work. So it's a little bit different because you can't be like, remember when you when you uh, did that work, mm. and you know it's bad. Just kidding. Okay. sorry, yeah. no. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> but one thing that you I thought- suck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> remember how you suck? Well, remember, we discussed remember- <laughs> this. So you need to not suck so
0: much. Oh, damn. How many oh times do I have to say the it? The impact on me is that it really frustrates me. Okay. So, but the other thing is that when you're giving negative feedback on a piece of work, I think what people often miss is like the why, mm. right? Explaining why um, there are certain points that aren't quite there you mm-hmm. know like so if you're you're talking about um, I don't know what's a, what's a piece or piece of writing mm. let's say right and you're not happy with the structure of it mm. because it's all over the place or something then you can be like the reason why you know um, the structure needs to maybe be more like this is because when the reader you know so you're giving like the background information mm. mm-hmm. that actually separates I think the person, from the work. Yeah, that's a good idea. Right? So Love it's that. like, yeah, explaining the background. It's like, here's the reason why we usually do things like this, because mm-hmm. actually the response is usually better because of this or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you need to know w- why, like, you can't just be like, we need to start from scratch. It, everything's awful or whatever, right? Mm. Um, but giving a little bit of background, I think, really helps. Um, but giving feedback, I mean, I just got reminded that giving feedback is so hard. Like, and I just struggle with it. That's so funny because, like, I have to
1: often. I would say like on a weekly or fortnightly basis, I have to give one of my clients feedback on something they've done. Yeah. And that's even harder because they are your clients. Yeah. They're paying you. So you can't just be like, oh my God. So typically I don't think this is terrible, but I just basically like, this is what I love about Google Docs. And Google slides is that you can go through and comment on everything that doesn't make sense and then you can come back and be like so overall I thought it was okay like the message was there but um I would restructure it so that the it's more powerful up front and and you leave the boring bits for the end or something like that so you can kind of like yeah it's 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 interestingly easy in a way because you're like this is we're both trying to get this to the best possible place yeah whereas with colleagues. Yeah. I mean, if someone does, I think when someone does something really bad, where it's at a point where you're like, this is almost, I'd rather just throw it in the trash and start again. Yeah. That's really hard because you're like, what can we save here? Right. And and in that case, I like to use the terminology or the phrase, I'd love to take a second. I'd love to use this as a first draft and then take a second run at this. So it's like we're putting the first draft in the trash and we're going to take a second run and this is how we're going to do it.
0: Yeah, Mm. absolutely. I think that uh, one thing that I definitely do when I'm giving any kind of feedback is I talk too much. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed this, that when you're giving feedback, you really need to give the person a chance to say things as well, because Mm. they might give you some information that you didn't know before, Mm. or they might just put things into context for you, or they might already know that you know, this work isn't actually that great, but they felt like it's the best they could do because mm. they don't have the resources or whatever, you know? So anyway, I just, I'm just, it's just hilarious. When I get nervous, I'm like, bloop, 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 bop. And I'm like, everything's great. No, it's great. We got to do it all over again, but it's great. No, it's so great. It's, we'll put it in the trash, but it's great. No, it's so good. You did great. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, anyway, That's so I was reflecting, you know, mm. and we can't be great at everything, mm. you know? I'm not going to give them feedback. That's just how it is. But also, like, yeah, and I'll what get better. You're, what you're saying is, by giving someone feedback,
1: you're giving them the opportunity to improve, and exactly. that's a gift. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's really great, Great Brit. You know, my feedback is ten
0: out of ten. <laughs> you did a good job. Thanks so much. <laughs> I mean, not a good job of giving feedback, but a good job of talk acknowledging that and it's hard. It's hard. It's so hard. What do you have going on workwise, Pen? So as we all know now, I
1: have burnout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I decided this this morning when I was listening to an episode of Eat, Sleep, Work, Repeat um, with Bruce Daisley, our friend Bruce Love Daisley. Love that guy. And it was really funny because I actually started listening to a different episode about beating bureaucracy. And it had this guy talking about stuff and what he was saying was it made sense in a perfect world, but then in an in the world that we live in, I was like, this is ridiculous. Have you ever actually worked with, like, a mediocre person? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I find sometimes these people are, like, hanging out with sort of an elite gr- group of people and they have no idea what it is to work with someone who's, like, of middling intelligence. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, not to be insulting, but yeah. just to say, like, most of us are completely average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. So anyway, I let it roll over to this other one, which I didn't think I cared about. And it was about burnout with a lady called Anne Helen Peterson. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I was listening and I was like, oh, my God, I am burnt out because she was talking about the fact that burnout is not just you work too hard. Burnout is where like everything in your life becomes quite overwhelming. Mm. Um, And so she was saying that, I guess, because also I've always thought like, I don't work hard enough to burn out. Like I don't have that sort of Working and all I,
0: night. Yeah, and no, like, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no.
1: I can't, like, I literally cannot do more than nine or ten hours of work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then at that stage, I have a really healthy boundary that just, it's almost automatic. I don't even have to tell myself. I'm like, it's seven o'clock. I'm cooking dinner now.
0: Yeah, I don't have a choice about that. Yeah.
1: So um, I had never thought I was capable of being burnt out. But, uh, I mean, like, realistically, for the past year, my life has been in some form of chaos. You know, like I've got a lot of um, issues that come with being an expat and being a freelancer and being in a foreign country and so on and so forth. And, and just so, the general
0: state of the world. Yeah, as the well. general state of
1: the world. Yeah. And and something I said to my client the other day was like, during COVID, I didn't work for four months. Not one. I didn't even try. I was like, I'm going to take a staycation. But then when I started getting work again, I said yes to everything. So that's left me in a position where I have a um, an unreasonable amount of work. And I didn't have that feeling of like, oh, I'm I'm running on empty. Um, but I just like literally this morning, I was like, oh my God, like I'm not sleeping. I've got weird like health problems. My skin's breaking out. I'm having awful like work dreams. No. I've increased alcohol consumption. I'm not trying to make anyone feel sorry for me. I'm trying to tell everyone that there could be this latent issue of burnout with a lot of us at the moment. Yeah. Um, and you
0: might not even just realize it because you're
1: like, well, I'm not like working
0: overtime. Exactly. Yeah. To do with
1: it. Yeah. yeah. Like I worked for four hours on Monday. So how does that? But it, the thing is, I feel completely overwhelmed all of the time. Right. On the weekend, at night, when I'm watching a movie, during the day, all the time. Yeah. So um, basically uh, what this lady said was you don't actually conquer burnout in the way that everybody's telling you to, which is to get more organized and download some productivity apps and, um, you know, like (laughs) to read a book about uh, how you can get more done in a shorter time. Like that's bullshit. You actually need to alter your life so that you have more headspace and redefine your goals and boundaries. So I was like, okay, cool. And immediately I was like, because I've got this one client, I'm like, how do I deal with this client who is Essentially, they are not giving me the support I need to do the work I need to do. So all these tasks are dragging on and then I'll get a message on, you know, Thursday night that's like, how's that project going? And I'm like, it's not going anywhere. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) because I don't have the stuff.
1: I don't have any other stuff I need to do it. So immediately I was like, right, I'm going to write that client an an email. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to give them some options. I'm going to be completely transparent Yeah, because it's been weighing on me. yeah. Um, and I'm just going to sort this out. And if it means that I'm not making heaps of money every month, so be it because like you only live once and your mental health is precious.
0: Absolutely. So,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> rant over. So <laughs> I'm going to link that episode of, uh, eat, sleep, work, repeat in the show notes. Yeah. We love Bruce. We love Anne. Great. She's a very smart lady. Anne sounds great. Anne is great. We would be friends with Anne for sure. Yeah. We'd have a spritz with Anne. Oh. Yeah, she was cool. Great. Um, <laughs> so that's that's it. I hope um, I hope some of our listeners can sort of look at their lives and be like, oh, maybe I'm kind of burning the candle at both ends yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah. And what can I do about that that makes sense for me? Um, yeah, and freeing yourself up a bit.
0: Thanks for sharing. I feel like we both had very uh, open, honest work chat there. Oh, you that's know? right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think that people, a lot of people will identify okay, with what good. you're talking about. So I think good. that's really great. Thanks, Pen.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: Culture. Let me just tell you, let me tell you what, Penny. Let me tell you what. Can't wait. I so I thought I would just share some recent listens/slash watches. I was gonna share a recent book, but then I realized that right now I'm reading really silly. <laughs> books Great. that I don't really want to share mm-hmm. that I'm reading it's you know what I, mean? I don't want to, I like I mean and when I say that it's not even like they're like embarrassing self-help books they're like embarrassing novels mm-hmm. like the kind of novels that the girl 13. in the window the, the girl, girl
1: with a flower pot the girl with a basket the girl who says Someone girl been killed she's or murdered missing. and
0: like they got the wrong guy or yeah. gal and it's a whole thing mm-hmm. um I think I might stop reading the one that I'm currently reading anyway doesn't mm-hmm. matter but what I did recently watch which I will recommend. I have already recommended it to you. Is the new season of Dirty John? Oh, now, I've heard a lot of people have recommended this now, and I have to watch. Okay, it. good. Mm-hmm. I know that. So, so let's be honest. I know that sometimes when I recommend things to Penny, she is not entirely sure <laughs> because I have a strange, I have strange taste. You mm-hmm. know, I have strange taste in. Books. I have strange tastes sometimes in movies. You know, it's eclectic. That's what we'll call <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> anyway, I watched the first season of Dirty John, and it was like a full cheese fest. Mm-hmm. Like full, like aged cheddar <laughs> type of cheese. It was a three cheese toast. It was like <laughs> full on. Like it was so cheesy. But I was just. I think I watched it on a plane. Like I downloaded all of the episodes on Netflix on my phone and just watched it on mm. a flight. So it's one of those things. It was good for that because it was super silly, but whatever. Mm -hmm. But the new one, so the whole premise of this series is there, it's like basically about relationships and men acting (laughs) shittily. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I never really thought about what the premise is, but that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. So- the new season, however, has taken, it's like leaps and bounds better than the first okay, season. Cool. The only reason I started watching it, because I wouldn't have otherwise, is that Amanda Peet is love starring her. in it. And mm-hmm. she, it, I mean, I loved her before. I love her way more now. She is fucking talented. Yeah. It's crazy. And Christian Slater is in this one as well. And so he's, you know, big time as well. Our friend Jamie has met... And hung out with Christian Slater. Of course she has. I know. <laughs> She's so weird like that. I know. She has all these <laughs> weird stories. She's like, story. oh, yeah, I did that once. It's crazy. Um, anyway, so it this this season, season two, is the story of Betty Broderick. And oh, the other premise is, is that, real? Yes. Okay. That's the other part of the premise of this, these uh, Dirty John, whatever, is that they're true stories. They're oh, reenacted. Cool. Okay, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so this is a true story. And of course, after I started watching it, I started diving into all of the news it, mm. that happened back in the 80s. So, um, you know, there's a lot of old news stories. There's, there's like tons of Oprah Winfrey videos where she's like interviewing the family and interviewing Betty and all this stuff's very cool. Oh Wow. Um, so I will say, I'll give you the premise cause you find that out in the first I mean, it's basically the whole thing. is about this. So Betty Broderick kills her ex-husband and his new wife. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Betty. Betty, what are you doing there, Betty? Just get a therapist, you know? Well, that is what she needed. I'll tell you that much. Um, But what is interesting, so why this show— Also, I was watching this, and uh, my boyfriend— First of all, refused to watch it with me because he was like, what the fuck is
1: this? And so <laughs> That's I'm not, what I'm worried about. I'm was worried it, that I won't be able to get uh, the other half to It
0: might be a problem. <laughs> it's He was also worried that I was like taking notes, you know, just, <laughs> just in case I need to. Just kidding. Um. Anyway, so here's the thing. I just want to say that I don't condone murder. Okay? I do sometimes. <laughs> but will you, after watching this show, you're going to be, well, first of all, you'll be like, Betty went cray cray, which uh-huh. did happen. You know, she lost a little bit of her sense of reality, obviously. But the kinds of, like, the, the reason why this story is so captivating and was so captivating back then, people were obsessed with it because the divorce that happened, it was basically, there were stories even in the paper and media about their divorce before there was about a murder, right? Mm because it was so awful in the way that she was treated and the things that he did to her. He was a lawyer, so he could like manipulate the system and all this. So it's fascinating in that sense. It is dark though. Like do not watch if you're in a sad mood because it's pretty sad. I like
1: watching things that are sadder than my life sometimes because it makes me feel like I'm things aren't so bad for
0: me. (laughs) That's a really good point. <laughs> so yeah, then you'd love it. Okay, you'd great. love it, right? Like just so it's it's not um, it's dark, but it's so well acted. Um, obviously Amanda Pete's incredible. Um, it's not fun. There are parts where you'll laugh because she herself, Betty Broderick, I think is kind of a funny person. Like, you know, before she became a murderer. Maybe she is still funny. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's not like, it's not like dead to me, you know, dead to me is like yeah. really funny. And and the murder obviously is like made to be a funny thing. Yeah. Whereas this is like, well, I guess because it's true. This is so serious. It's fudge and serious. And so wait, you said it was a reenactment. So yeah. is this
1: a dramatization of the whole thing or is it a documentary kind of thing?
0: No, no. Dramatization. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah, it's not a doc mm. and there are, you know, yeah there's clearly parts where they've but you know they we've we've dramatized some events and mm-hmm. you know whatever but the the you know the crux of it is mm. that what you say mm-hmm. is all true it's all yeah, based right. on the true you know what i mean like the things that she says in court and all this stuff it's all it's it's pretty fascinating. I don't know if I'm going to be able to come to the pool today. I know, right? I might have an You're appointment with indoors. my television. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, anyway, so that's all I wanted. I mean, I droned on for a while, so I'm going to save the other thing that I was going to talk about for next week, you oh, lucky boy. devils. It's a real good one. Right. Um, so, you, you tell me what's going on in your listening, watching, hmm. consuming well,
1: culture? You know, those times in life when you just like, every movie I watched recently, I was like, that was terrible. Why did I yeah. watch that? So I have nothing to recommend except I've got a newsletter that I'm subscribing to now. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, so this lady, lady's name is Haley Naman. Mm-hmm. I think she's about 30. She lives in mm-hmm. New York and she used to write for Man Repeller.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and now she has a newsletter, which is like, it's like an essay and then it's a few recommendations. Um, And she wrote an essay on – did you hear about this viral uh, thing that Emily Radiakowski wrote on the cut? No. Okay. So Emily Radiakowski is a model. She's a professional hot person basically. Like she's a gun for hire if you need like a literally very, very hot person to (laughs) whip her top off for a music video or whatever. Um, And she seems like a very nice person, but she wrote a pretty delusional essay in the cut about, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to link it in the show notes actually, because it's, it's worth a read. My take on this essay is like, feminism isn't about making only yourself feel good. Feminism is about making all women more uh, free and empowered. It's not about being like, well, you know what? I love my tits. So, I'm going to show them.
0: yeah, that's not
1: what it's about. No. I'm sorry, Emily. you do have beautiful tits, but like we get it. We get it. We've yeah. got it. So her essay is dumb. And then Hayley Naman writes a uh, a critique of this essay, which is very long and really good. And oh. frankly, it's been the content I've been waiting for from her because I feel like Haley is uh, one of those people who, is a nice person and she would like to appear to be nice. Right. So she never really goes for the jugular. Okay. But she actually does in this essay. Ooh. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like it, it made me a bit sad that we live in a day and age that people are afraid to say what they really think. Yeah. Um, And I think, yeah, it was a really excellent essay. I You can actually, you don't have to subscribe to the newsletter as a paying subscriber. She Subscriber, she gives it out for free, but if you want to support her, then you can. Oh, nice. Um She's pretty rich, so don't feel obliged. <laughs> she's like a, a really a uh, prominent writer in New York City who has like eighty thousand Instagram followers. So, don't feel obliged. She's doing all right. She's doing fine without yeah. you. But
0: <laughs> so where? Yeah, because I I recognize this Emily Radtajkaus. How do you say her name? I think it's Radia Radiakowski.
1: So she came to fame in Robin Thicke's video for...
0: Yeah, why was I looking her up recently? <laughs> because I looked her up what's, recently. What's that?
1: Blurred Lines. Blurred Robin, Lines. Yeah, and she was dancing around with her top off, and then she was also in Gone Girl. She was the hot
0: girlfriend. I might have actually read this thing on the cut. I might okay. have just, know, or or maybe I just saw it come up because I was like, "Who is this girl?" Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's so all making sense. I mean,
1: like, yeah, It's it's gone viral because of who she is, not because of how good it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but funny. yeah, it's just the whole. I love these kind of. I'm I'm very partial to one of these internet c- contra controversies mm-hmm. or controversies where it's like. One person does something and then there's a whole Twitter shitstorm and then there's like and they're fighting all the this internet. commentary on it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've been
0: spending my time doing. Well, that's fabulous. Forming opinions. Lifestyle. Hold on. Lifestyle. <laughs> How was that? That was pretty. I what about it. like news reporter? Like, lifestyle. No. Oh, that wasn't well, it. <laughs> that wasn't.
1: Oh, you could be a voice actor. You've got so many, you've got so lifestyle. much range.
0: I feel like we life, should leave all of this. In life, <laughs> lifestyle. I can't get it. You it could always say, sounds weird. Style life. The style of life. The style of your life. Okay, so I've got something here for you. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. So I have several neighbors, as you do when you live in an apartment building. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're all relatively friendly with each other. It used to be the case where we were like actually, we would like go to each other's apartments and have a little glass of wine, but not in the way. Not in like the nice, relaxed way, but in the very like formal, uh, like a like plate is night. put out, you no, know, no, like no, that no. kind of
1: shit. No. <laughs> you just like just Ugh. I'd honestly rather watch Dirty Betty or whatever it is. Dirty John. <laughs>
0: Dirty John. Betty Broderick. Okay. Yeah. Uh but you know, I've lived there for a really long time. So there have been some there have been some people moving in and out of the apartment. And this young couple moved in. I I honestly, if I were to guess, I'd say they, they've they lived there for about a year, which is a while. Mm-hmm. And they refuse to say hi to me in the hallway. <laughs> it's funny because some neighbors are like
1: that. They this just is, look at you and they're like, ugh. And they just put their head down and walk away. I'm like, you know, one day you're going to need a cup of sugar, bitch.
0: <laughs> Honestly. Every other neighbor, it's like I'm not friends with any of my neighbors anymore. But every other one, it's like, hi. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. You know, whatever. Maybe not even how are you, but just like, hey, have mm. a good day. Like, whatever. I don't—I'm never, like, trying to, you know, make it more than it needs to be. But why not be friendly with the people you're passing in the hall, right? Mm. This couple who are younger, I think, than me, but not by—like, they're, my, you know, they're, like, in their early 30s maybe, right? Mm or maybe late 20s. But they're old enough that they're not like children. Yeah. You know, they're not like teenagers who are like, "Oh, I don't know what to do when someone says yeah, hello." Of so, course. I say hi to them in the hallway. And get this. Nothing back. That's not so it. weird. It's so weird. And it's like I don't even know what to do anymore because now I'm seeing them and I'm saying I'm still saying hi because I just refuse not to. I
1: would just go really far over the top like wave Hell my hand help. like Forrest yeah. Gump and be like, "Hi there." I fully just broke Kit's ears. I'm so sorry. Well,
0: the last thing I did was I said, hi. And then she, like, she, she looks at me. It's like, it's not like she's not seeing me or not hearing me. She looks directly at me, doesn't respond with facial expression, turns away, and then like walks into her house. So the last time this happened, I was like, hello. And she was like, she like turned around. But before she could like get away from me, I said, or not. <laughs> it's like the weirdest fucking thing. Oh my I don't, God. It's like, I just wanted to do a little public service announcement because if, if you are, it, just say hi. Just, the fucking just say oh hi. Oh my God. I, it's so kids easy. Kids these
1: days. You know, Honestly. It's so funny when you get to like, so I'm 36. So I'm in my late thirties guys. Yeah. So anyone under 32 is an actual baby to me. Yeah. And I'm like, like, literally anytime anything happens, and I'm like, how old How old was he? And my yeah. friend's like, oh, he was 31. And I'm like, ah,
0: the kids Split these fit. days. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Seriously. those was kids. It's so funny. Did you know, isn't it funny, Britt, have you noticed that in Germany, if you walk into a doctor's surgery, everyone in the waiting room says hello?
0: Yes. I love that. I know.
1: I think it's so cute. Yeah. I remember the first time it happened to me, I was like, were you expecting me?
0: I know. It's fascinating. This is a thing. I don't think people understand how strange this is. Because yeah. imagine you walk into, like if you're not in Germany right now, imagine you walk into the dentist's reception area. Mm. You check in. They've said hello to you, of course, right? You check in, blah, blah, blah. Then they're like, take a seat over there in that waiting room. Mm. You walk into the waiting room and everyone in the waiting turns room around. turns up, like looks at you and says, Hello. Isn't that nice? Though? It's lovely, but it's seriously. so weird.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm getting more old-fashioned the more COVID rolls on. Yeah. I'm like, you know, guys, all we have is each other.
0: Yeah, exactly. Can it's you true. just
1: give me a wave?
0: But then the other thing that they do is they also say goodbye. So when you're leaving, you say goodbye to everyone. Yeah. They're like, choose. Yeah. Shinta or whatever. Love it. Have a good day. And yeah. everyone leaves. It's so, it's so funny that was a really weird thing because because yeah like the first time it happens you're not really sure what's going on Mm. right you're like oh do I know these people yeah (laughs) am I supposed to to, like who is that yeah oh it's so funny I guess
1: the first time I was a bit worried that I would have to continue the conversation
0: oh right
1: I was like sitting down and I'm like so "So how are you today (laughs) V Gates that's hilarious (laughs) and they were like I'm fine and then they start reading their magazine and I'm like Okay, we're cool. We're cool. So many. we
0: can just go back we to you and read my, my emails, so you know. The funny so I love these little cultural differences. Oh, like me they're too. so fascinating. Like uh my boyfriend was always I might have even told this before on the on the podcast, but it was a long time ago if I did. The the he finds it so funny when you're in uh North America, you're having dinner and you're paying the bill, and the person's standing there processing your payment, and they always chat you up a little bit, but the classic thing for them to ask you is, what else do you have going on today? Or like, what are you up to uh, this evening? Like, you know, after dinner, you guys, Uh, you know, what's your next, they always kind of, at least in Canada, people always ask that. They're like, so what do you have going on for today? And you know, it's always like, oh, not much, a little Mm. bit of work, unfortunately. And it's like this very low key chat. But the first time or the first several times this happened where my German boyfriend got asked this question, he felt so uncomfortable because he 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 was he'd be like oh well we're going to the movies and then he always felt like he should like invite them along oh my god <laughs> like are they you were you like serious? fishing for an invite oh my god that is so cute because <laughs> it's like what do you usually when someone's asking Why like someone what do you do it means they usually like want to hang out or yeah. want to do something yeah so, and so also he was Philip like, is like almost
1: he's the most polite so person polite. I've ever met and so sometimes I'll be like I'll say something like that I'll be like what are you guys doing for dinner and. Philip will be like looking at, because Philip has a, Philip obviously likes me, but he finds me very overwhelming. He's just like, he just, he just looks at Brittany. He's like, Brittany, what are we doing for dinner? And he can see the fear in his eyes. And I'm like, Philip, don't worry. I've got dinner plans. I'm just wondering. It's very cute.
0: We all just a quick side note. We all went out on the
1: weekend and had a few drinks. Oh, that's right, because we talked about this last week. We were like, we're going to force our boyfriends to be. Oh yeah. Friends.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Here's the update. It went well. It went and super also,
0: well. we all had we all had quite a few drinks. Obviously, it was a little weekend weekend and beautiful evening, and it was really funny because afterwards, Philip was like, Penny is a really funny drunk person, <laughs> and I was like. um... Obviously, yeah. like it's like half the reason I hang out with you. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, yes. It I know lovely. I'm a funny drunk. Yeah. It's, it's but you're both also good funny sober, so I mean, okay, I okay. don't even know, okay. you know, <laughs> what is there to say?
1: Yeah. It just means like if you're an obnoxious drunk,
0: which oh. I can
1: be, I guess, sometimes. If I'm really uncomfortable, but mostly I'm a funny drunk. And yeah. so people never discourage you from getting really,
0: really drunk. That is the problem. So you're just drunk all the time. Yeah. Drink. They're like, do you want to have a drink? Because it'll be hilarious. Because <laughs> I'm ready for this. Yeah. yeah. Ready for the show. <laughs>
1: um, I have a trend forecast in my lifestyle section. Oh my God. <laughs> do it. I don't think it's really going to happen, but I would like it to happen. Trend forecast coming from Penny. Yeah. Penny Blackmore. This is, uh, I'm going to try and generate some more drink forecasts. <laughs> Trend never, forecast. Yeah, um, life according to Penny. Um, so my trend forecast is that during COVID, obviously buffets became completely—you're not allowed to do them. Yeah, because they're they're germ holes. Yeah. So I have a trend forecast that at the end of COVID, buffets are going to come back in a big way, and they're going to be like really trendy, mm-hmm. maybe a bit ironic, but very COVID conscious. Yeah, and we're going to. Oh, I miss
0: all you can eat.
1: <laughs> I want to eat I know all you that do. I can
0: eat. I don't want to muck around. You do. Yeah. yeah. It's insane how much panic you need. It's crazy.
1: We went out last night to get burgers and everyone's like, oh, I'm so full. And I was like, well, you guys are rookies because I want my stretchy pants. <laughs> I'm getting my second I got, burger. I got heaps of room. I'm going to eat till I can't feel my face. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. More is more. Trend forecast from Penny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I really like your dress, Brit. Do you have a little story about
0: this? (laughs) Penny is, uh, she knows because I told her this when I arrived and she first complimented the dress. Um, So what happened with this dress is right now it's a dress that's at my knees uh, lengthwise. Uh, But before, before before the incident, let's call it, um, it was like to the floor. Like it was a long kind of flowy dress, really nice. Um, And I was at a barbecue telling a story, uh, getting very excited about it. And unfortunately, my dress that, let's be honest, is probably made of polyester, (laughs) very flammable materials, uh, accidentally kind of, it was so, happened so fast, I have to say. Like, you know, I don't even know how it happened, but a little bit of my dress must have floated into the fire. Floated? Whatever. Yeah. Into the fire. Fleeted. Fleeted. Fleeted, <laughs> Fleeted into the fire. And then, like, my whole dress, like, engulfed in flames. Oh, Jesus. And everybody freaked out, right? Like, and I just, actually, I was very cool. Like, because, of course, like, actually, it could have been really bad. I could have gotten really badly burnt, right? Mm-hmm. But I just started, like, rapidly waving the dress. Isn't that, isn't that what they say? You fan <laughs> the flames? Oh. That makes the flames more. <laughs> well, I did the wrong Sarah thing. Was there a pool? No, there wow. was no pool. <laughs> um. Anyway, the fire went out. Or maybe I had something. Maybe I had... Something else in my hands, like a jacket or something, but I like hit it. Oh, a you've got to hit it! Yeah, it might have been something like that. Squash the. I don't flames. really remember. I mean, it's all kind of a blur. But everybody was just like, "Oh my god!" And then I had to go for the rest of the party <laughs> with like my whole dress at the bottom, just like burnt, Fuck. like completely burnt. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so what I did to the dress, being that I, uh, you know, can be uh, quite frugal, frugal and uh, creative, creative, resourceful, resourceful is I just cut, I just cut the whole bottom half of the dress straight snip off. snip it off. I was like, this is now going to become a shorter dress than it used to be.
1: I can just imagine Britney like, hacking the bottom of her dress off, being like, yeah. you're dead to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You'll never try to burn me to death again. I did actually consider, because Germany has really great return policies, right? So <laughs> I actually was laughing. <laughs> and I did consider just, like, sending the burnt dress back and being like, well, this dress came and it was burnt. <laughs> and they'd be like, what? But Whitney, that would be a lie. I know. And I this is the thing. I couldn't do it. Yeah. But I did laugh about doing that. Yeah. yeah. Or just being like, this dress was way too flammable. You know, like, I was engulfed oh, yeah. in flames. It's a fire hazard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You, this dress tried to kill me. Oh, boy. I want my money back. And no, I, did, I went for the, the, just chop off the rest of the dress. Great. Yeah. It looks great. You Thanks can't even tell. Thank you. So shall we go to the pool, Brit? (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to the pool. I'm going to wear my dress, my new dress. Into
1: the pool? No, just to the pool. Oh, by the way, I haven't warned you. There's one thing Uh that um, you have to do at this pool, and I'm not joking. It sounds like a joke. So you're out on this deck, you're in your swimsuit, you're lying on a deck chair, you're having a nice time, and you think, I'm going to jump in the pool. Mm -hmm. But first, you have to rinse off in a very cold shower. Oh, and there's a yeah. person standing there telling you, if you don't get yourself rinsed enough, they tell you to go back in. I love and that. And all, when you just watch the showers, it's just people like screaming. <laughs> They're like, ah, ah, ah.
0: That is awesome. I love Germany, right? Stand I know. to the rule.
1: There's like a person sitting there the whole day being that like, your hair's not wet. Did you have like, to wet your
0: hair and everything? I mean, Maybe.
1: Depends if you're, I'm sneaky, so I get
0: away with things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to jump in anyway. I don't care. Yeah. Mm. Then we'll get kicked out. You're those right. (laughs) I'll make sure she abides by the rules, guys. Don't worry. Uh, Okay, we're we're off to the pool. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode. And don't be a dick. (laughs) That's it. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.